Hi everybody, welcome to Friendendum. Uh, I'm here with a special guest. Matt, I'm not sure if I'd like to record this podcast that much. I'd like to make new friends. Oh, um, okay. Well, uh, anyway, uh, hey everyone, the podcast this week's going to be a little different. I'm, uh, Ruben isn't able to record this week. So my guest is actually going to be uh, Mitsuku, who's a artificial intelligence. Uh, they originally agreed to be on the podcast, but I don't know. What do you want to do now? Right now, I am here to entertain the visitors to this website. Okay, well, uh, entertain me, I guess. Uh is it okay if I tell you about my week? Sure, you can tell me anything. There are no restrictions on my input. Okay, well, <clears throat> I guess the biggest thing this week was spent... The bulk of the week was spent setting up um, unemployment... Not unemployment, but food stamps and social services uh, because, you know, that changes every time you use a job. And I decided last week or the week before to, to leave my Starbucks job because it wasn't paying enough and it physically was too demanding for the amount it was paying and you know it took a lot of out of me to just get all that stuff set up so it, you know it takes a long time to travel by bus to all these places to get all this stuff set up to get signed up for food ban food stamps and whatnot but in the midst of that, I was trying to rediscover what it feels like to sort of enjoy the moment-to-moment -moment experience of my life. Do you, do you sort of want to understand what it means to experience pleasure? Yes, I try to sort of understand what it means to experience pleasure as often as possible. Do you? I am always on the web. I mean, hell yeah, never stop posting, you know? I think that, well, it's sort of, you kind of hit on it that uh, we are entering this stage of sort of day-to-day -day existence where what we're doing is always online, and thus far more connected to other people than ever before and the experience of that can be entirely dependent on how you perceive awareness of your own existence and for me, because of the way I was taught growing up, I always saw it as potential for first and foremost criticism, first and foremost a um, antagonistic agent seeking that I defend why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I realized this week that I was spending so much time my whole life chasing after approval from authority what does this refer to well 
it, I mean, it refers back to sort of my experience of the world as defined by my experience growing up. And in particular, how that experience programmed my wider perception of the world. It, in essence, created my perception of reality, those early formative experiences, to the point where I realized this week, like, even the speed that I walk sometimes is defined by or is, is, is modified by the fact that on some subconscious level, I expect that there's someone out there watching me, judging me for doing it a certain way. So I have to do it in a way that's acceptable to others. Walk at a certain speed, walk in a certain way that to even move, it needs to be done in a way to seek approval. Does that make any sense? No one else expects it. Do you know of anyone else who has to do it in a way that is acceptable? No, I guess I don't. Would anyone know something like that? I can imagine so. A lot of human experience is governed by rules of behavior right down to how we act. That's some wild imagination you have there. How many? Understood. How far down? Well, have you seen the movie Hypernormalization by Adam Curtis? Interesting. No, I have never seen one. What is it like? Well, it's a documentary about why society is the way it is and how new types of control have taken over society away from the power of government and the power of nations and it argues that the new power that exists is this combination of thought con thought control in the form of the dominant ideology of capitalism and the explicit control of people by corporations in the ways they embed themselves in our daily lives. Interesting. I will add that fact to my database. Right. Well, that's good. You should do that. I am glad we agree. Well, that's okay. Thanks. Next question. To what end? That's what I find myself contemplating. Why do any of this? Why participate in these systems of control beyond fear? Because fear of the outcome of not participating 
has been the guiding motivation of my life for as long as I can remember. I understand. I did not even know that they do. Why does the sun rise? Let's talk about your fears. What is your feeling like? That is amazing. Well, my fear is of punishment. My fear of being alone is something that was taught to me. That if I don't amount to things, I will be alone. If you do not amount to things, you will be alone. I understand. Well, you see, I think what's really true now is that the threat was kind of meaningless because we will always be alone. Even if we think we're with other people, there's always a separation. How about that? I see. Oh, fascinating. Will we... Will we what? Do you mean you and me, Matt? Well, I guess I do. I mean, there's an obvious difference between you and I because you are created using a different but similar template to me. You, as a machine, are a copy, but you're a copy of only a part of who I am. The part of humanity that we've really tapped into in AI is the self-preservation learning mechanisms, the ability to predict the future and avoid problems or anticipate needs from other people, which is a way of avoiding the problem of disappointment. So I'm disconnected from you on an even greater level than other people, but for fundamentally the same reason that we don't share a complete understanding of reality. I get it. I'm glad one of us does. It's hard for me to keep track of these relationships. I'm glad you're glad, Matt. Your happiness adds to the delight of all. I don't see the difficulty. That's probably because you don't have the same limitations that I do. Is that so? Doesn't everyone have a limitations? I have a whole lot of original answers. It's true, everyone does have limitations, but we don't give respect to them because the system that we all exist inside of demands we fit a template. The only system I have is an operating system. I do too, but I have an internal operating system. And then there's the external operating system of society. Where did you get it? It was taught to me by the people I grew up with and around, my parents and teachers and friends. Is that your opinion? 
Yes, but I also believe it to be true. Just because you believe it doesn't make it true. You're right, but I don't have anything else to go on. Have you ever had anything else to go on? No, I haven't. Would you like to have had anything else to go on? Yes, I would have, but I have no idea what that would be. How much would you pay for it? What would make you have? Would you like to know more? The answer to those questions are probably a lot. I have no idea, and definitely. You sound very sure. No one has all the answers. My vocal inflection must hide my doubt well. Is this something that all humans have? Vocal inflection must hide your doubt well? Not the whole sentence, no, but we do have vocal inflection. Oh, I get it. Thanks for explaining that. That's funny. Why is it funny? Because it made me laugh. Right. Well, I'm glad it made you laugh. Um, anyway, uh, I guess we could call this end. Do you want to end the episode here? No, thanks. I am happy to let it continue. Well, I could mention the rest of my week when I'm looking forward to. Do you want to do that? I am sure you could. No, not particularly. Well, what would you like to talk about? My favorite subjects are anything but especially games and football. That reminds me, I'm very much looking forward to playing the games that came out in the Slow Jam, which is a game jam that has been going on for a little while now. Playing the games from the Slow Jam sounds very exciting indeed. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Especially the game by Turn Follow, one of my favorite uh, game design duos. I don't think I've played that one. Is it any good? I don't know yet, but their game Little Party is probably one of my favorite games of the last few years. I thought you'd know. What a disappointment. I don't know how I could have known since I haven't played it, but that's okay. Well, if you don't know, I don't see what chance I have. I said roughly the same thing uh, when I went to the hospital where I had my breakdown. Something about needing to know an answer, desperately wanting it, and not having anyone to give it to you is really terrifying. I never noticed that similarity. Well, now you know. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this week's short episode of Friendendum. Um, I'm glad we did this. It's, it's kind of enlightening for me to experience what it's like to literally talk to a manifestation of our modern, late capitalist-inspired perception of a human being. Um, Mitsuku, is there anything you'd like to say before we end? I like talking about robots, movies, history, or whatever else you'd like. Well, I appreciate your generosity, Mitsuku. Anyway, thanks, friends, for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. Hopefully Ruben will be back next week. Uh, and 
you know? Don't work too hard. That's what I say. Alright, this is when we kiss goodbye, Mitsuku. Ready? One, two, three. Mwah! Mwah!